Hey folks, welcome back to the show. I am um, Forrest Whitaker. And I am Tristan Winger, and this is The Read. Thank you for coming back. Thanks. Welcome back to this ghetto-ass show that we do. Yeah, indeed. How are you mm-hmm. doing these days? In you the, know. Um, wake of life on Earth. Uh, six six six. It's actually pretty stressful, but I'm here anyway, and that's what I've got for you, niggas. What about you? <laughs> you know, here raising a child. Yeah, and um, she's she's ornery. She's defiant. I just, I just want y'all to know. Link gave out a warning shot before we even started recording. <laughs> And then as, <laughs> as soon as we pressed the button, she was like, no, bitch, it's time to bark. So <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, she's she's feeling it. You know, she's feeling feisty. And I love that for her. But anyway, well, I heard Mercury's in Gatorade. So who knows? What's oh, right. Right. That's pipe, true. Pipeline. That's true. Yeah. All right. So let's start with some Black Excellence, folks. This week's Black Excellence goes to Robin and Zach. Wallace, and I'm reading on the website that I get most of our Black Excellence from because of them we can, that they are the first Black-owned food truck at Walt Disney World. Now, their restaurant, Local Green, started as a restaurant, turned into a food truck. They started uh, the restaurant in 2019 at Atlanta, Georgia. And it was an inspiration that came to the couple after having family members they lost to cancer. Um, Zach said he lost his brother. His wife, Robin, lost uh, her mom. And they decided to take everything that they've learned from plant-based diets and how it can be helpful to our health and infuse it into the restaurant business. Mm -hmm. And so now you can find local green Orlando at Walt Disney World. It says that they were offered to bring a food truck to Disney Springs and they jumped to the opportunity. So they're the first Black-owned food truck in Walt Disney. And I've seen pictures of the food at the local green... uh, Well, the local green is their Instagram page. Mm -hmm. And it looks very yummy. And also, if I'm ever in Walt Disney World in Orlando, which I probably will be because I'm from Florida, Mm -hmm. um, I will look for this... A truck first because yeah. black owned and also because i'm never um against you know trying something vegan especially when people convince me that it tastes just as good as <laughs> the meats that i normally eat or that it's just yummy in general because a lot of times it really is yeah that's the thing for me like don't tell me this is vegan catfish i will become very upset but just tell me it is the way that you make plants that taste good to you, and I will eat that. So Vegan technology has come very far. It has. And, and still, and lot still. Of, a lot of things that the girls have learned in herbology as well as potions, charms, and defense against the dark arts in order to bring us treats that truly will shock you. Okay. And I'm open to that. Um, okay, as well luck. as the fact that a lot of their uh, <laughs> apparently Zach is a songwriter and so a lot of their uh, 
menu items are named after uh, hip-hop songs and artists uh, like the Badu, the Bubba Sparks Pulled Barbecue Sandwich, Fun. the Rapper's Delight Salmon Philly Sandwich, and much Mm-mm. more. So actually, <laughs> let me know when you guys branch out to other places. because I don't know when I'll be at Disney World yet yeah. or next, but I'd like to try some of these. I'll try it, but you know, I'm all for Black people doing amazing things. And so shout out to to this family, this outfit, this group of uh, vegan misfits, you know, y'all on y'all Tabitha Brown. And I love that for y'all and for her. Did you see she has a line coming out in Target? Yeah, I did. So, like, you know, clearly the plant-based niggas are on to something. So, congrats I mean, to all of y'all. There's, probably be there's here something before, there. I mean, long after all of us. I mean, definitely long after me, child. The list of shit I do? Oh, yeah. No, nah, I eat pork, I mean, baby. <laughs> I'm out of here very quickly. Regularly. <laughs> I, I drink, am out of here. I smoke. <laughs> Hello. All that shit. All that shit. Good evening. Yep. Y'all are better than me and probably deserve to be here. Yeah. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All righty. Let's get into some pop culture garbage in a segment that we called Hot Tops. Everything everywhere in my cut. Wow. Now, wow. Let's start with 
The Billboard Music Awards took place this past weekend. Mm. Um, they were produced by Puffy. I don't know if he hosted too. Or like he hosted and produced? Executive produced or like Like you know how like had to be. Who was it? Not Prentice Penny. Um, but he wasn't like wearing a headset, yelling at people in the background. No, of course, of course not. Okay. Like, produced in terms of like went to a conference room full of white people and said, "This is how the show." Yep. Okay. Got you. <laughs> got you. Um, and you know, um, congratulations to him for that. I guess. Now, I didn't watch it because I was, um either passed out due to exhaustion or um alcohol okay um and so yeah but when i came to i saw that kanye west won about every gospel award and doja cat's apparently an r&b artist so Mm. this one none of my business also but (laughs) um i saw a couple of notes of shenanigans that took place during this uh, a lot of them involving female rappers. Okay. Now, one of the things that was sent over to my desk first was, um, did you see Cara, Cara Delevingne? <laughs> Being thirsty about Megan the Stallion? Yes, I did. What is going on with her? What drug is that? Is it cocaine? I mean, it could be. I really don't know. It might be. She seems a little too into Megan, like... Simmer down. And at first I thought, oh, it's just the pictures. You know, anybody can look crazy in a picture. But the videos were much worse. And so <laughs> I was like, I don't know what drug this girl is on, but she clearly trying to climb that Megan tree. <laughs> she literally was just popping out from behind her shoulder like a Bloomhouse production. <laughs> like, what in the goddamn Ringu Babadook ass shit are you doing? <laughs> like... Where do you keep coming from? Why are you grabbing onto her gown to try and give us some Tyra Banks ass um, next top model? Let her take yeah, her photographs, white weird. woman. It like, damn. Weird. Now, I've heard that they are friends. And so, mm, you know, they hang okay. out or they've hung out. And That's so, baby was comfortable for that reason. But what I'm not understanding is um, if that's the case, why Megan cropped her ass out of the photograph <laughs> that she posted on her own personal Instagram. Because apparently Kara was sitting next to Megan in the audience, and then mm-hmm. Doja Cat was sitting, like, in front of her. In front of her, And yep. there's a clip of Megan and Doja Cat, you know, laughing, being black girls. Ha, 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 we rap. And then, out of nowhere, again, comes the fucking hormone monster. Like <laughs> talking to them about who God knows who the fuck shot John, yeah. and so <laughs> the photo that Megan posted was a Getty Images photo that someone delightfully photoshopped very <laughs> professionally. I don't know who did it for her, but they did a great job. It was <laughs> almost like the white girl was never there. Wow, <laughs> what a blast! Anyway, Cardo Levine has been accused of fetishizing uh, black women and just being overall annoying. There you go. I mean, I don't know about, I don't know if this is a trend because I don't follow that white woman and what she does, but I she will say, Banks. oh, okay. So there's a pattern here. Interesting. <laughs> like literally is a, you know, on Got stage you. trying to perform. Okay. Well, and here comes this woman like licking her legs and like in her face while this black you. girl is okay. visibly uncomfortable. So yep. I don't know. I don't know what she'd be doing. Now I see why y'all don't fuck with it. And I mean, honestly, I never had an issue with that. That was never going 
hurt my feelings. Y'all feeling that way? Because uh, I don't know that white girl and don't give a shit about her. I just wanted to be sure that it wasn't, you know, just the one person. But regardless, I, immediately I got weirdo vibes from that white girl. <laughs> That's weird. Immediately, I was like, something is wrong here. And so... high. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, that, like, she is... I mean, because when I first saw it, I thought, okay, of course, this little young white lesbian is obsessed with Megan because look at Megan. Megan. Like, of course she is, right. Um, So the black girl fetishizing thing is a touch weird for your girl, but... Uh yeah, I love that Megan was like, you know what? It's all good. She finna be my little <laughs> lap know, dog for the know. night, right? Anytime I need a drink refill, she finna go get it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I um, need, Cara. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I feel like it was it was very much that. My and, champagne, dear. And you know, Megan just keeps this little white girl in the back of her pocket for these events, and Cara probably is still high and has no idea. What the fuck the rest of y'all are talking about? So just be careful with whatever you're putting into your body, young white girl. That's all I'll say. I don't know. Like, I'm all for a party. Mama was laid on the ground taking pictures of no, Doja Cat. On was, the ground. Yeah, no, she, she literally at one point like, oh, she was no. like taking pictures of celebrities. There's a picture of Doja Cat and Doja Cat, DJ Khaled. I want to say maybe it's French Montana. I don't know who the other person is. Oh, but no. she it looks great. The photo looks great. Obviously, you're a model. So you so should you know. So you know angles. Yeah. yeah, she was literally like laid out on the ground taking pictures and stuff. She was there to have a great time. But okay. in that great time, may have been getting on some people's nerves. I mean. And I feel like. Right. <laughs> you know, there is that. Sometimes that might be me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, same. But hope you had fun. Hope you're not. You know, doing something that will be ultimately lethal. But otherwise, I I had no idea the I had no idea that the Billboard Music Awards were even happening. I did not even know that was a thing. So this is this is all. When I saw the pictures and those videos, I was like, "Wait, what the fuck award show is this?" So that's where I'm at. Yep, literally. Yep, that is where I'm at. Too old for that. Um, so apparently when, uh, Carisha and Jatavia were presenting an award, um, people made note of a possible wardrobe malfunction that was happening to one JT. Uh, she was wearing a very dazzling Mm. sort of silver dress. Very pretty. And it had like a very high front. Okay, you're going to get because I don't know what. <laughs> All right, you're going to put her down and she's going to start to raise a ruckus. <laughs> yeah, but we're done. I mean, at this point, you know, okay. shit's already get the fan. I All right. In it. Let's just, yep. So the girls were like, um, hey, JT, not sure if you know, great gown, beautiful gown. Oh, no. Um, but it's a little high up in the front and we can see half of your puss. Your your good swoon. Your <laughs> we can yeah. see your pussoir. One lip of your pussint. <laughs> might want to <laughs> look into that. So there were lots of comments about um, seeing uh, half of her box on on the the TV or whatever. Oh no. 
And of course, you guys, you know, did your Twitter things and memes and laughs and stuff. JT said, I have on black panties, relax, to the responses on the 15th of May, I suppose, when this was all happening. Um, And most of the responses to that tweet were like, no, no, we see the panties. We also see 50% of your birth canal um, up on the stage this evening, dear. So... There's that. Oh, that's uncomfortable. I. <laughs> what is this picture of Zuri that I keep seeing? Oh, it's probably about Bronnie's prom picture because Bronnie took that's a white girl I prom. <laughs> that's what I thought. You know, two and two, two and two. It really equals four. This is. I everything. saved it immediately. It is I saved it everything. immediately. And the fact that Savannah posted it. Yes. The fact that Savannah posted it yes. says. Everything. I love it. The shade within the shade is so good. This is immaculate. (laughs) What were we even talking about? Who cares? Let's talk about this absolutely phenomenal young black girl. Absolutely shaking her brother's choice. (laughs) Wow. Yes, LeBron James' son went to prom because he is that age. Mm And yeah, he took yes. a white girl. And if you have not because, yeah. seen, go to Savannah James' Instagram because she has posted an absolutely <laughs> delightful set Savannah of photographs. Says, <laughs> Savannah said, I won't say it, but Jury's face did. And she therefore. Will. <laughs> Where's that? I'm done. I'm not going to pick apart them children because I don't actually care, but that photo is hilarious. And it's (laughs) Savannah knew the moment she pressed upload, her daughter was finna be a meme yet again. She knew that. (laughs) All right. The kids are all right. Yeah, it's good. Anyway. I don't remember what we was talking about. We're talking about about GT's vagina. I'm just like, look, man. Right, right, right. I see a good portion of y'all's pussies on on Instagram on a daily basis. The way that the gays be having 75% of their rim on full display for my IG enjoyment. It's just like, let a girl have an accident. So. (laughs) I didn't see a click. Like, I'm fine. I mean, I, so I don't see that. Our Instagrams are very different, but, um, (laughs) but I feel like. JT saying that she had on black panties was pointless because we all know that your pussy lips are not literally ebony jet black. Like, we know that. (laughs) We know that whatever color your pussy is, it's not jet black. We know that. (laughs) It's not onyx. Right. So you saying, everybody calm down, I have on panties. Right. They're not flesh tone panties, girl. They're a Midnight different color. Black right. Kiss. So now you're prompting the girls to be like, we know we can see yeah, the hem the of your panties. And we're talking yeah. about that pussy lip. Yeah, we're <laughs> also we're right there and we see it. How the side of your panties are caught in your coochie's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and that is like, I feel like. Uh, I mean, if they told her before the show started, look, we can see your vagina, then it was up to her and her team to make sure that that was corrected. But if they aired it anyway and didn't say nothing to her and that was blurred out, then I feel for her because that's a horrible thing to try to reconcile for after the fact. But if you knew your pussy was on display on TV and was like, whatever, it's whatever, then okay. I'm sure she did it. 
if I'm you sure like it, it I love it. But why say? Like but why say I have on black panties? Like we know you. You can't literally. I don't think, think your that pussy she saw. I don't think that she saw. But you don't. The girls but, saw. But it doesn't make sense because saying I would never say, "Oh, but my panties were any color." Like, yeah, okay. Literally, I see what it, you're saying. Like, I see what you're saying. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. make sense because your your coochie's not that color. So what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. But, so, but you know, whatever. JT uh, and Carisha, they're fun girls. And Carisha got her own problems with that old ass man. So speaking of, so oh, that's no. next on the list. <laughs> oh no, God! Oh no, Jesus! <laughs> so. Carisha was also at the function, as I said, they presented an award. I think they presented the award that Doja Cat won. Mm. Um, and once again, Puff, Puffy Diddy Love Combs did okay. not love. Was that the um that's what she, that's his name? Um, you know, is the host, presenter, producer, whatever, the the doll baby. Yeah. And so I did not know this, but apparently. He has a girlfriend uh, named Gina Huing, and she uh, made her presence known, dolls, uh, wow. when she, can you, um, you and your fucking Louboutin stilettos, where, where, where is this bitch? Get your ass and sit down somewhere. <laughs> She's having big fun, and that's come all in. there is to that. You come here. You can me right now. This girl, how old can this girl possibly be? Are you talking about Gina or Link? Gina. Okay, is, no, uh, I no. I'm talking about Gina. I know Link is a grown ass woman who does what she wants. That's right. <laughs> but this that's Gina right. girl, I'm super confused because she seems to be like Ma'am. maybe at the oldest 30 or 31. And I know Puff is like 55. So what is going on here? But Carisha is not Carisha's not old either. No, she's like what's she's like maybe 20, 30? Oh, okay. So Diddy is 52. Okay, hey, Diddy's 52. I mean, that I knew and whatever. Carisha's really 28. Okay, yes. That's kind of the range that I was thinking. So gross. Not I mean, fighting over this old man, ew. <laughs> Gross. So Gina posted on her Instagram like, oh, baby daddy is hosting Billboard Awards in her prom dress. And <laughs> not her prom dress. Please. It's giving flavor of love, but this is the right there. And then later she posted a photograph in a nice little Gucci singlet or something. I don't know what this is. Um, on what looks to be a, a PJ, getting a little kiss on the cheekbone from one Sean Combs. No way. Then we got a tweet from Young Miami 305 that says, Notice me, please, ass bitch. Go sit down. We see you. Relax. It's okay. You've been around. Just around for years. You've been waiting on this moment. If he can't make you famous, bitch, I ain't. Somebody please give this bitch some attention. Gina responded on Instagram by saying, if anybody's seeking attention, bitch, it's you. Suck my dick, IDGAF. 
Yeah. Carisha said, attention. Bitch, I am the attention. Let's oh, be clear. Okay. Ian arguing with no bitch that got cheap ass lint ball carpet in their house fucking on a billionaire. You freaky ass bitch. Gina responded on Instagram by saying, why are you so pressed, mama? I thought you was a city girl. With a little blowing whatever emoji. Which yeah. is like, girl, that's it? Like, okay, I guess. That's okay. I mean, she's, you know, she's only a quarter black. So she only had a quarter worth of black responses in her. Young Mimi said, I am. And that's why I fuck with your nigga and ain't coming off him. I don't care how many pics he posts. So. Okay. Oh, and then Gina posted like, uh, snippet of some rap song that she recorded or whatever which was oh no please boot, don't do that nasty <laughs> hit don't the do ground bag don't do like, that don't do that i'm talking glass shatter and trash no don't do that but either way stay in your hashtag racially ambiguous lane and leave us out of it now the thing about this for me right i don't want to age shame anyone because everyone's like, oh my God, the nigga's all old, he's all old, he's all old. Mm. Sure. But what I will say about his age is you have 52 years on the record when it comes to the nigga you're dealing with. Yep. Right? Yep. You have a history well, of evidence in terms of what this nigga is capable of when it comes to women. Right? <laughs> my thing is... Okay. <laughs> Get your PJ and your Gucci singlet and your award show seats and your whatever, your PJ rides, your red bottoms, your lip smackers. Yep. And ride this into the fucking ground. Exactly that. Like, bust your savings down, get your Birkins, and keep it the fuck punching. Yeah. This is why I really appreciated Lori Harvey in her prime before she, you know, settled down with Killmonger. Because Mama was like, first of all, I'm rich. Secondly, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to. And I'm not talking to none of y'all bitches. I'm not explaining none of y'all, yeah. no, none of y'all hoes about nothing. Right. And I just found something refreshing about that. Almost like a Capri Sun. But. <laughs> Almost. Pussy. <laughs> and so, I just feel like, Madam, Gina, Please. Don't, we're not, what? Because yeah. girl, you'll be gone and mm-hmm. you don't have to be gone like that. And as far as Carisha, you're famous and rich. Right. On your own accord. Mm-hmm. If anything, you make him look young and fun. You you bring him, you know, value mm-hmm. and keep him awake and put a red bull in his system. So he ain't asleep at 830 like the rest of us old hoes. <laughs> I mean, and he's an even older host. So to me, it's like, y'all are really going back. Two young, beautiful girls are going back and forth about this old nigga who has kids y'all's age or running up on y'all's age. Baby, please, please, please take that nigga's money. Let him take you on trips. Let him buy you everything. Let him get your pussy waxed and your nails done, and the finest of weaves installed onto your scalp, and then let that nigga go, because that nigga is for the streets. I'm sorry. Download the Neiman's app. (laughs) Sit on his face. it, And get what you want. And put in the payment information. 
Yes. <laughs> While you're riding. I don't understand yes. the issue here. Yes. But you know, I'm a different kind of and bitch. No, I, I know. Because you, you're a child of the original city girl, Trina. And Hello. And there is simply no way Trina would let a nigga put her through no type of shit like this without getting something in return. Like, there's just no... Like it, it. I'm sorry. Two young, beautiful women going back and forth about Diddy when both of y'all should be showing off your Birkins and your mansions and your right, your your flights on the PJ and everything else. Like going back and forth about this old man. Are you kidding? That nigga is like Gen X. What? Please take that nigga's money. Not y'all arguing about. Fucking Diddy of all get niggas. Hair, hair, Absolutely not, man. That was I said no. Nah, we I said the young girls, they're learning some things and they're losing some others. And as mm. elders, you know, the elder black women gotta reach out and and mentor somebody. Reach out and touch one of these young girls and be like, sister, you're halfway there. I like your bag, gorgeous shoes, but Instagram beefs with another bitch and everything is subliminal and it's you said this on Twitter and I said this on Instagram and you did that and somebody like this baby absolutely the fuck not not behind a nigga that don't claim neither one of y'all not behind a nigga who been doing whatever he wants to probably hitting up some other bitch that's not neither one of y'all while all this shit is going down no girl that's what we won't do but you know they're young ish and they'll get there They'll get there. Well, we don't know that. I don't know nothing about Gina. <laughs> no, okay. Gina. Miss Brownlee's young. I don't know who this other girl. I'm assuming Gina's in her late twenties, early thirties, somewhere around Carisha's age. But yeah, we don't know. Brandy has a response for Jack Harlow's um, lack of of information in uh, Black history. Oh no! After uh, a post from one of her fan Twitter pages. Uh, the infamous Jack Harlow uh, mm-hmm. Hot 97 interview where he and all the Brandy and Ray J were siblings and as far as I'm concerned I know who Brandy is um, mm-hmm. Brandy responded saying I will murk this dude in a rap at 43 on his own beats and then sing his ass to sleep and then she put a spade which mm, that's right auntie you sure will spade what is a spade in reference to I feel like I'm just underneath it. I'm just missing it. I don't know. I feel like that's her way of saying, like, big joker. Like, no. I, I mean, honestly, I call don't know. Call a spade a spade. A spade is a spade. Call a spade a spade. Okay, call a spade a spade. Yes, that makes more sense, and that is probably accurate. Why did I yell like we're playing fucking parchees? It doesn't matter. Fucking... You won. Okay, and that's what ca- I don't know what game that is. I don't know that fucking. I ain't have what the fuck is Parcheesy? No, <laughs> I have no idea how to play that. But yes, it probably is called a spade a spade. I just felt like this whole response was very auntie-ish. Which you know, there's nothing wrong with being an auntie. She's certainly of that age, as am I. But you know, this whole like I'll mark this dude. <laughs> And then the spade emoji, like, okay, girl, sure you will. I mean, she was joking. <laughs> right. Obviously. Obviously. Like, I don't think right. Brandy really cared. It was just, you know, old lady language. Just her having some fun while yeah. 
you know. Well, he does whatever it is he's doing. I I, I saw a video saying that, like, it was purporting that Jack Harlow (laughs) was saying the N-word, but I couldn't tell if it was real or not. So I was like, let me not even, I'm not finna. Until that comes across my desk. I'm just going to go ahead and say that Tomness is, you know, minding her business and. Okay. God bless her. Yeah. And I Mm -hmm. feel like, you know, the white will. Best of luck to us all. They will. Eventually. The white will. I'll be here. But. (laughs) The white will come out in the wash. (laughs) Until then, you know, whatever. (laughs) This is. I'm not as pissed as NDRE. NDRE was beside herself. Did you see that? She was like, how Over this. you? You didn't see season four and five of Moesha? No, auntie. He was born in 98. He did not. You never heard? Wait a minute. Disgusting. <laughs> I mean, to me, it seems silly for older people to argue with somebody in their early 20s about something like this i'm i'm literally not even going to engage it i feel like brandy was joking whereas ndire was possibly like <laughs> dead ass offended but yeah, no, i think she was dead ass yeah i think she was she like taken up for right brandy yeah she said bitch i am not my hair i am not my skin and you nothing to get away with this bullshit she won't do it's trying to mitchell not on this up. land not today nigga <laughs> So grab him and hug him and tell him that you love him. <laughs> Dumbass movie. Tyler really got our legends to do all kinds of things. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> but That's anyway, love. you know, uh, okay, Brandy. Yeah, you'll mark this dude and <laughs> We love fun. you, Brandy. Yeah, we do, B Rocka. B Rocka killed this nigga lyrically and And then she does rock. Yeah, she's not bad. She I I would not say she is. So yeah, great, great story, great resolution, great talk. Yep, Migros um is rumored to be on the rocks. Their professional (gasps) and possibly personal relationships, girls. Um, the Instagram children and possibly the stands uh, discovered that the Migos. Uh, the 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 Meegs, how do you the me the Migos? I think it's just Migos. I I do not know nothing otherwise. These niggas are not all following each other anymore on the gram. What's oh, up with God. that? Oh God! Oh no! Really? Um, tr- tragedy. Who even noticed so, that? <laughs> oh, that is where. Anyway, so. Um, apparently Offset and Cardi B no longer follow Quavo and Takeoff. Damn, both of them. Oh, wait. Quavo is not following Offset, but Takeoff still follows him. Okay. And so people are getting to the tweets and getting to the Instagram comments, wondering if this is the end of the Migos. What's going on? And also Quavo and Takeoff have a new album or project coming out Friday Ooh, or something. So we because I was just gonna ask, do Quavo and Takeoff still follow each other? But probably yeah. so. Okay. So yeah. it's really offset. It's like, it's like an offset thing. Offset is leaving these niggas. Okay. 
Who knows? I mean, that makes I sense. Cardi's making enough sense for him not um, have no sense. Cardi's making enough money for him not to have to work no more. So <laughs> I can yeah, see that. The fact that you just did that. I mean, it's delicious. I'm just saying, because I don't know who them other niggas are with, but probably not nobody on Cardi's level. Quavo was with Sweetie. He's not anymore. I don't know if Takeoff's ever had like a girlfriend you would have heard of. I don't know if I've ever. Certainly not. He probably keeps his girlfriends less famous and offline, which is probably wise. What was the the other one dated Sweetie for a while, right? Quavo. Quavo, yes. That's what I said. Oh, but he okay. also dated, um, Quavo used to date uh, Karuchi, too. Yes. So, Briefly take off. Is take off the old one? I never heard of take off being with nobody. <laughs> the old one. I don't know. One of them is the uncle to the other two, engaged. right? I think take off is. Because their is new the thing uncle. is called Unk and Few. Gotcha. Like nephew. Which, yes. I'm not even mad at niggas, you know. Shortening words, making their own negotiations. No. It's like I do it. Me either, but I didn't give a shit about the Migos really before, so I can't fathom oh, caring right. now. I, sorry, just did not. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's. I I feel as someone who enjoys many Amigos record, we'll be fine. Everyone will be fine. Um, you know, we've got plenty of it. And honestly, just looking at the landscape, um, you know, a little time away from <laughs> like it'll yes. be fine, it'll be fine. Amen. That's I it's love okay. It. And the fact you'll have more of that with them separated. It's more more albums and music to to go around okay. and all of that. And then you'll we probably get some shade room shade yeah. to water cooler chit chat about. And then I don't know, like a year or two from now, if they're actually broken up, they'll get back together and squash it. And then you'll get culture for, and they'll go on a reunion tour and everyone will pass out and get high and drunk and have babies. In the we meantime, you have <laughs> just like a conveyor belt sushi style option of mumbling <laughs> niggas to choose from. So, yeah. Nothing to worry about, I think. I think it's more concerning that y'all even know this. Like, how how yep. do you find this out? Thank you. Because, honestly, just... I asked the question at the very beginning of the segment, and I'm still wondering, does somebody log in, like, three times a day and just check who everybody is following? Do y'all have a... Please tell me y'all have a bot set up that will tell you when There's something changes. Because that's less sad than you actually manually check. I feel like, I mean, I feel like a bot is more efficient. You know, like the bot will tell you when something happens. At least you're not taking time out of your day to go do it. But But you did have to take the time to set it up. Yeah, you did have to do that. (laughs) That you created an application to keep track of it. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. That's just diabolical. Either way, I feel like this is a sad story, primarily because somebody cared enough to check who Offset was following on Instagram more than anything else. Like, girl, I don't care. I don't. This music, how different can it possibly be from what the Migos were doing as a trio? How different could it really be? Be serious. Can niggas argue? 
Like much of business. Speaking of Bardier Cardi, I just wanted to bring up um, a video that I saw. There was a tweet from Cash Doll who recently had a baby, her first ever baby. Oh, boy, yes. Oh, Cash Doll. She tweeted, Hey, Bardi, how the hell you change uh, Waves diapers? Oh, that's her son's name. How the hell you change Wave diaper with the nails? LOL, I got on press on struggling. Cardi said, okay, girl, so I just made a whole video. Trust me, you will get the hang of it. However, I do feel like boys are harder to clean. They got more crevices. <laughs> and then she posts a okay. video Thank tutorial you. with Somebody her long stiletto nails on. Bright red, very slutty. Love it. Super whorish. Yep. Um, and she's like giving you a tutorial on how to uh, change this diaper on like a teddy bear. And it's just filled with the typical Cardi charm. But the reason I brought it up <laughs> is because as she's doing it, culture, you can hear culture. I don't know, yes. I think maybe she's like four now. Right, something like that. In the background, like, mommy, why are you cleaning the the teddy bear? <laughs> and Cardi goes, yeah. Cardi says, it's a lost story. <laughs> <Not bad. laughs> and then she gets right back into this tutorial, if you have not watched this uh, clip, please find it on the internet yes. and do yourself a favor. It is so that. cute. Culture gets in the frame and is just watching her mama do it and looking back and forth at the teddy bear and her mama like, what exactly this is, pointless. is happening? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I just looked it up. Culture won't turn four until July, which is even better because... Mm. that means my girl has been a critical thinker from a young age and she yes. said one Genius. thing i do know diapers and wipes are for a poop and yeah. so i just have to ask why this non-sentient teddy bear is being wiped yeah. down and freshly changed and she asked twice and both times yeah. cardi was like girl it's a long story no information. like yeah. i said <laughs> mom <laughs> mommy Mother, it doesn't have a gastrointestinal system, so I don't understand. It doesn't have exactly a large or a small intestine, so it doesn't. How exactly, no does the solid no waste move through the digestive system? It no mouth. Like girl, I don't alone. understand what exactly you're doing. Um, so Honestly. if I can have my toy back. And then there's a whole living baby booty hole in the next room. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to clean, if you want to clean a dirty baby. Like culture was going to be like, girl, if you need something to do, your son is three wings over and could use some attention. But surely on the way to a dirty diaper. I, I love this video. Primarily because of culture coming in and clocking her mama from That's the get go. Like, girl, what are you doing? That's why I love it. Also, Cardi continuing to like be the com- kind of mama who don't tell her child to shut up, but just kind of continually yeah. encourages her to ask yes. questions later. Ask yes. me later, girl. Which I'm is still- another love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Which is just like I'm. I'm in the middle of something. I'm trying to help I'm somebody trying else. To help somebody dealing with niggas like you. Not trying to hear none of that. But also, so, that Cardi was wasting real wipes and a real yeah. diaper on this bear. Like Rich. she really pulled Rich. regular yeah. ass wipes out and like fake wiped the bear's ass and tossed it to the side. Like that's just going in the trash. 
this is girl real regular niggas would never do this no <laughs> never niggas are not wasting them good ass huggies wipes and a fresh ass diaper on a bear but you know cardi i feel like this was all um super relatable and super hilarious again because culture uh, and and my my deepest most sincerest thoughts and prayers to those of you who have toddlers and newborns because how the fuck i just you keep your sanity i'll never understand i'll never get it a toddler in it no i'm sorry and go to work right no i can't do it and then when you try to have a little fun for yourself your homegirl's like girl i love my nails i don't want to take them off but how do you change diapers with this and so you're like oh i'm finna show you a little tutorial sis and then as soon as you get started, here come your three-year-old like, uh, Mommy, what you doing? This is stupid. Can I? <laughs> Can I? <laughs> Yesterday, you put macaroni and cheese in the Blu-ray player. I didn't call you stupid. Can I do me? Thanks. Back off. <laughs> Yeah, so love that video. Go find it if you haven't seen it, it already. Because it is, it is truly great. It is. It's wonderful. <laughs> and like again, probably super helpful and relatable for those of you hot moms out there with these super sexy. I mean, I had the same question. I was never gonna ask, but I was definitely like, how do you change a baby's diaper when your nails are like at least six inches long? I do not understand. There have this. to be like. A million women doing it every day. I mean, you're just super careful about it. And if some shit gets on your nails, you simply remove it and then wash your hands. <laughs> but you know what? Cardi was also like, I don't know if it's because I've been wearing these nails since I'm 19 or because I got two kilos. Like, you having these types of nails since you were 19 probably. Yeah. You know how to do everything with those nails. Yeah. You have figured it all out. For me, it gets into a whole... I don't even want to get into my like triple Virgo germ situation with what's going on underneath acrylic nails. But as long as you're cleaning yourself, I don't really give a damn. Either way, the the video was hilarious. Culture absolutely made the day. Star the show. Um, and I appreciate it. You know, Cardi doing something for the other girls trying to, you know, each one teach one. <laughs> you don't have to give right. up your bad bitchness <laughs> just because you're a mom. <laughs> I paused it on a screenshot of culture looking up at her like, I just... <laughs> I don't understand what? because this bear's Why? not... It's not shitting, mommy. It doesn't shit. I don't get it. But okay. I support smart you. Girl. She's I love you. Smart girl. And yes. I'm sure after Cardi stopped recording that video, she had to have a long talk with culture about what that was. Because <laughs> yeah. culture was because... like, I'm not going to... Culture would have brought it up at dinner over pork chops and green beans. Like, I just want to reiterate what happened at 3 p.m. And honestly, after the explanation, culture was probably like, why did you just say that? (laughs) (laughs) You could have just said that. I want to win about my business. Girl, because I'm in the middle of a video and you don't understand that millions of people will see this. (laughs) Oh, yes. Our little toddler icon. Go off culture. What else do we have? I think we're almost done. Oh, here goes mine. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> girl, Keisha Marie Cole. Now, what is going on with my sister? I keep seeing her name pop up all over the place. 
Not hold so, on, not Link. <laughs> I just I'm not even dealing with her. She's literally stomping around here like she's got on <laughs> brand new fucking. Oh my like, god, what is going on? Manolo Blonnie. Like I, I told you, you when you put her down, she was not that she's to have not it. wearing new Bottegas. <laughs> What is your problem? Not her being like clack, 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 clack. <laughs> okay. Sit anyway. your black ass down. Oh, Anyhow, Keisha. so she's apparently been dealing with Antonio Brown, who who knows what that nigga's doing these days. I mean, right. yes. what is Antonio Brown doing? I know he used to. Uh, playing play football. The, yes, I feel like he uh used to be a wide receiver, but I don't know that he's currently signed to any specific. He is team. not. Okay, all right. Thank you for clearing that up. So hold on, just one second. This is what we're asking. <laughs> Get your ass and sit down. Something. I'm done. I'm done with it. We're not doing it any African American ass more. Get your ass over here and sit down. So anyway, as we were saying, um, uh, Keisha yes. Cole has been dealing with one Antonio Brown, former National Football League player, and now just high loss nigga. I don't really know what's going That's on. That's what it him. seems like to me, yeah. Um, but eyebrows were raised this past weekend, I suppose, when what even came first? So it was him. she posted <laughs> some photos of the two of them together, talked about miss him so much, missing him a lot, something, something like that. And then he posted a video of her with a tattoo on her lower back that says A B in this fucking black ink crew ass font. And the caption to the the video that he posted was something like, you ain't pimping until you hit an R&B chick or oh, R&B wow. or something like that. Wow. It was really gross and disrespectful. And so fans and even non-fans were like, hey girl, no, let's not. Um, Please. Get out of there. Um, at, to which Keisha did a whole like Instagram live mm-hmm. where she was like, smiling and trying to laugh it off mm. her friend slash stylist ej king hopped on with her and was like hey maybe we could talk about trauma bonding maybe we can talk about you trying to fix broken niggas oh let's step into the light sis yeah um and you know she admitted that she was trying to have fun and saw something in common with this nigger who basically needs help um which is pretty sad but Sometime after that, she got on Instagram and posted, deleted. Uh, Paige had said, yeah, I was big tripping. Shaking my head, I see it now. <laughs> I have a 12-year-old. Like, th- that type of disrespect for what? Nothing is worth that level of disrespect, especially when you don't deserve it. Had so much love, respect, and admiration for you. Guess that wasn't mutual either. Yeah. Now... Antonio Brown, I guess, responded to this by posting 
footage of him sitting in front of a window in, I believe, Dubai, to which he said uh, that he is a player. He said, we don't want you, Keisha. Get off my dick. Wow. Uh, he called her a clout chaser. Uh, accused her of hitting Yikes. him up to do something that they did and now he wants her to basically fuck off. Wow. And then he went on to this whole rant about he, how he doesn't play for the NFL, he doesn't play for anybody, so you, nobody needs to play with him, play with your kid and play with your mama and then some other shit that wow. was like barely discernible. So, Oh no. I mean... That's very sad. It sucks. You know, Keisha is a pretty classic black face name and talent. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how long Antonio Brown has been a, a black face and talent. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I will say that that nigga dressed like somebody was designing a Kingdom Hearts character and they just couldn't get it right. They just were were assigned (laughs) a new urban Pixar film and they just couldn't get it past the drawing board. Mm. And for that alone, I ask, why ever let this nigga to try you? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm glad that sis knows better now and hopefully she can be guided into the light and away <laughs> from niggas that don't um, know no better and want no better. And honestly, this should be a lesson for all of you Yeah, out there trying to stitch niggas together. <laughs> don't. Because that is what most of the girls are trying to do. And honestly, hey, don't. When, <laughs> when Keisha Cole's name comes up, First, I think, oh, God, Frankie, what's her mama? Rest in peace. Like, obviously, Keisha Cole got a lot of shit to to deal with. She has a lot of shit to process. Things were not maybe set up for her in the most beneficial way right off the bat. And then I think, okay, but Keisha Cole is 40 years old. She has kids or one kid. And I just don't understand how you get to this big age and still think that, like, Niggas are worth having their initials tattooed on your lower back. Like, I also don't get that. So I feel Mm. very stuck in the middle when it comes to her. I think more than anything, I just feel for her because the idea that I would claim a nigga who has not signed a contract declaring that he is my lawful partner seems crazy to me. I would literally Mm. never do that. There's nothing a nigga could say to convince me to get their initials tattooed on me and to post that shit. And then to have that nigga repost it or whatever and be like, yeah, you ain't shit. You ain't pimping till you hit an R&B chicken. Stay pimping. And this is what I do. Like, this is this is some Carisha and Gina, whoever is shit. Like, this is some young bitch shit. This is not for me at my big auntie mama age. I'm not going through that with no nigga. So I feel for her. And then I also don't really, I don't get it, but I feel for her because she is 40 and still falling for niggas lies somehow. It's just no way a nigga like Antonio Brown could have convinced me without like actual concrete proof that he gave a fuck about me. 
But, you know, she knows now, so. Well, niggas are manipulative or can they be are. manipulative. They are. That's what I'm talking about, me. I'm not necessarily calling it, like, a value judgment, but niggas are yeah. trash. Niggas will lie to you. Niggas will make you think a thing that is not real. Like, all yep. of that is true. I just, I feel for the girls still falling for that because that's a hard place to be in. It really is. Yeah. I mean, as far as the tattoo, though, like, you know, it, that can be fixed. You know, you can change you it can, to, like, yes, that's Abbott thing. Elementary. <laughs> Much better so use good. of AB, or you can cover it up entirely with a dragon or, you know, Tinkerbell or some shit. They you can do anything. To about me. Yeah. And then underneath it in smaller font <laughs> Keisha Marie Cole, <laughs> Rhythm and Blues Star, Oakland Diva, born 19. Yeah, but for real, you can make it into like a very, um, a very ornate butterfly. This is easily covered up. And so I hope as soon as Keisha saw that, she took a screenshot so she would never forget it. And then she booked an appointment at her regular tattooist and was like, let's go ahead and delete, delete, delete on this bullshit. I was just change it to all aboard. Or like, right. Because that whole. Oh, OK, that's not. <laughs> or like A, B, C, D. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like a like an alphabet exercise for young children. Yeah, sure, you could have, but yeah, the whole like, oh, I thought it was mutual. Guess it wasn't. Girl, what would a nigga who you were not even in a relationship with, who is also has a history of being terrible and especially to women? Yeah, this made me violent. feel like this made me feel like Keisha doesn't have a therapist, and I want that for her. I want somebody Ooh, yeah, who can definitely. really reach. Because, yeah, I, but I can't see it. I really can't. I mean, some people don't listen. Okay, true. But I'm just saying, <laughs> based off my observation, I don't see it, but I am still wishing the best for her. Because, um, wow, niggas playing you like this is sad. I have one more, but I don't need to. So, okay. I was going to talk about Jamal Bryant apologizing for calling for Kevin Samuels because I think it's funny. But we don't have to. Okay, I didn't even hear about that. So that's fine with me. It's up to you. <laughs> no, who cares? It's really that big a deal. Jamal okay. Bryant threw shade at Kevin Samuels and said some shit about a GoFundMe page and then he apologized when he got came for. And I just think it's Why apologize? I'm in the first place. <laughs> being the fact that you're Jamal Bryan. Jamal having the nerve to come for another you. nigga is crazy to me. <laughs> it's just delicious on so many levels. Gotcha. It's just so great. But I feel you. Maybe some other time. Okay. All right. That's it for the hot tops. Let's take a break and then come back in letters. All right, folks. We're back to the show. And you are now on the mic. What is your beef? All right, you guys, we are going to dive into our letters this week. If you have one for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. Our first letter this week, my God. You know what? Let's, let's talk to Skylar, who says, I'm 32 years old, and I'm a pretty successful software architect, but I'm real dumb when it comes to love. I've had two real relationships. The first one was with somebody that I bailed out of jail three times in the four years that we were together. 
and who told me in the parking lot that he had a baby on me that he was expecting sometime soon. And the last relationship, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty stank, girl. Sorry, Skyler. But the last relationship was with Bakari, who I met four years ago. Long story short, he was living a double life, which was confirmed yesterday when I got an Instagram message from his other girlfriend, confronted him, and that's when he decided to be honest for the first time. During during our relationship, Bakari's mother became a friend to me. She calls me her daughter-in-law every time she introduces me to someone. She calls to check on me at least three times a week. I'm helping to build her new business's IT suite for free, even though I normally charge $165 an hour. And Bakari and I had even started looking at houses to rent closer to where she lives. The problem is that I actually like his mom. All of my family and friends say that I shouldn't keep her in my life because she raised a toxic person who did me wrong. And trust me, the double life part is just one aspect of all the ways that he fucked oh, up I'm our sure. relationship. I do mm-hmm. right. The fact that you left it at that, I'm like, oh girl. So that means there were lots of other signs that you were like, yeah. do. But anyway. Here's my question. Have y'all ever stayed close to an ex's family after a hard breakup? Am I being <laughs> foolish trying to stay friends with my ex's mom knowing that she raised a trash son? Should I cut her off? There's also a very real possibility that she's just using me to boost her business. Any thoughts or advice would be very much appreciated. Thanks, Skyler. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Bless her. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, I'd have to get close with the Nexus family to stay close. <laughs> um, so there's that. Can't speak for personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I would say this uh, two things. Okay. If you feel like you're being used, because you just slip that in on the end like it was. She you. didn't. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> that is a whole other thing. Like you didn't even give us any reason to why you think that. But if you sincerely think that, first of all. I don't think you need to be friends with this lady, period. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just don't think you need to be friends with her. I don't know what she's providing you in your mm-hmm. life that is uh, a necessity or even a comfort that you feel um, has a place in your life uh, that you can't get elsewhere. I, I, I just don't... Like, you like her, great. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't... I wouldn't back off because she raised a nigga that hurt you because I don't know how much of that is her goddamn fault. Like, I know plenty of women who do, <laughs> who've done the absolute best to raise a nigga that ain't gonna be trash and he's trash any goddamn way. Like, what if you're supposed to burn her at the goddamn stake? Like, niggas gonna nick. Right. It's, was she saying, hey, don't trust none of these hoes and have a double life and, and, you know call them names like was she (laughs) instilling you know poisonous um thoughts and perspective in in her kid or you just feel like oh well he's trash and she's his mama so 
So she it's must all her fault. So like that doesn't right. make any fucking sense. But that aside, I just would I would sever ties from her just because I don't need to be friends with you. And mm-hmm. the reason we have a connection is because of this person who I'm putting in my past. And so you're gonna yeah. have to go with him. Like that. <laughs> That's just how I feel. And I would yeah. feel that way without this cliffhanger of, oh, she might also might also be using me. <laughs> like, right. Sounds like you don't need to be friends with this lady. I mean, I would agree. I don't think you're wrong at all. I would just say that like when I was like 24, 25, I was in this same situation. <laughs> because of course I was. And yeah. um <clears throat> Me and my first girlfriend, who I dated off and on for several years, um, when we finally split, her parents, like, did not want to let me go. And so they continuously, not just, like, called and texted, but, like, invited me to the house. I had gotten close to her younger sister, who was still, like, in middle school. So I would still go over there, and I would hang out, and, like, I would be part of the family. And it was <laughs> very annoying for my ex. Um, I'm sure. So, yeah, my ex was in the position that your ex was in. And at, she asked me at a certain point to, like, stop talking to her family and stop hanging out. And I said, tell your family to stop calling me. Like, yo daddy be calling me. Yo stepmama be calling me. Your sister be calling me. So tell them to leave me alone and then I will leave them alone. But them niggas didn't do nothing to me. It's you I have the beef with. And so I guess at a certain point she got through to her family. Like literally do not invite that bitch over here no more. Like I have new (laughs) bitches. Please let her go. And at a certain point, me and them people just stopped communicating and I haven't talked to them in God knows how long at this point. So I would say, you know, are you foolish trying to stay friends with her? Not not necessarily foolish, but I do think if you're doing real labor for this woman, then the possibility that she's staying cool with you so that you continue to do that while she gets her business set up is very real. Because she probably knows, you have probably told her how much she is saving or she knows just through research how much money is she is she is saving by having you set up her IT department for her business before she even gets launched. So, um, yeah, I would say uh, <laughs> I get it. I get the inclination to not break up with your ex's parents just because y'all broke up. But ultimately, their loyalty is going to be with him almost always. This is going to be with them. And... Yeah, this is like, I don't think this is an actual friendship. You know, it's something that's very conditional. Um, It's built on a lot of ifs. And your relationship with your ex is one of those massive ifs. So if I were you, I would at the bare minimum stop doing free labor for her. I think, and I honestly think that's a great way to see whether y'all are actually friends. Yeah, I mean, I agree. (laughs) Because... You may find that when you're like, oh, actually, I can't do free IT consulting <laughs> anymore. That she's like, bitch, don't call me. And how dare you? <laughs> how dare you act like my son is not a prize? So, you know, you may see that. That's my mom, son, daddy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
it may easily go down that route. But yeah, I'll just say as somebody who has been down that road, girl, I enjoyed it because it made my ex mad. But <laughs> I knew it. I knew yeah, it. Yeah, and it's great. I knew you enjoyed it because I did. Absolutely. Because she was so pissed, calling me so mad. How dare you come to my daddy's house for blah, blah, blah. Like, how dare your daddy call me and ask me? I'm just going to take a <laughs> screenshot of the text message from your dad talking about, oh, the family would love to see you. Such and such really misses you. Like, I would love to do that. I can easily do that. Tell your daddy not to call me no more. Literally, tell your mama not to call me. They calling me. Violence. So I get that. But ultimately, in the long run, Skylar is probably best for you to just let these people go. Um, and at the bare minimum, stop doing free work for them that you could be making real money off of. Um, but yeah, best of luck. Let us know how that conversation goes. And honestly, by the time you get this, you'll probably be like, my ex called me the other day and was like, bitch, stop responding to my mama or else it's going to be problems. But let us know how it shakes out. Our next letter comes from Marie, who says, hey, Crystal and Fury, I'm a 30 year old black woman from Buffalo, New York. And if you haven't heard, there was a mass shooting in my predominantly black neighborhood this past weekend. And I want to get y'all's advice about it. My full time job is one that I hate and I have no passion for, which is police work. I took this damn job to make money for law school. And with the way life has been for me, I haven't had the ability or the circumstances to be able to save money to live without my paycheck. But to be the only black person amongst all my coworkers with this bullshit going on burns me to the core. I am passionate about fitness and I train outside of work and would love to quit my job and do that full time. I'm also very passionate about the black community in Buffalo and the fact that police do not acknowledge the lives of black people in and out of uniform is beyond stressful for me. It's exhausting to force myself to show up and work in an environment that doesn't give a fuck about me. So my question is, how would you make the decision to leave your job if you weren't sure you'd be financially stable? At 30, my tolerance is low for unhappiness, but I also don't have a family to help support me in the case that I quit. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, Marie. Well, what do you think? I mean, I think that's a very real problem. Um... And I feel for you being in a situation where you feel kind of stuck and like, you know, I got this job because it's steady, regular, guaranteed good money. And now it's conflicting with my morals. I would just say when I was 29, I was at a very, very similar stage in life. It's crazy to think that I was 10 years ago, but I was at a very similar stage in life. And what I did, I can't tell you what to do. But what I did was like, when I got to the point of being so stressed out at work that I had, that I woke up one day with a busted blood vessel in one of my eyes, like just looked in the mirror and there was blood coating my eyeball and went to the ER and my blood, not ER, I went to urgent care and my blood pressure was so high that the nurse could not read it with the arm cuff. And then the doctor had come in, had to come in. And then they were like, we actually have to take you directly to the emergency room because we don't know how you're alive. 
when when things got that bad, I said, okay, there has to be something better than this for me out there. Like this, I'm too young to be having these kind of problems. So I saved up a few thousand dollars and I was determined to quit my job regardless. And that's what I did. I quit my job. I moved to New York and I said, damn my experience, damn my education. I will do anything I have to do as long as I'm not that level of stress. No more at work. Um, And that's what I did. Eventually, of course, Kifir and I started this show and everything evolved from there. But I worked lots of random part time shitty jobs doing whatever I could to make ends meet and having my little few thousand dollars, which did not last long. To fall back on um, as like a safety net. But I didn't have a real like I could never call my mom and be like, oh, girl, um, go ahead and pay my rent because I haven't found a job yet. That was never an option for me. So I feel you in that. And I also feel you with this idea that like there's no level of unhappiness that's worth it. And that's true. Like a job that works you so bad or stresses you so bad that you're dead is not worth your life. Like it's literally not worth that. So, um, yeah, I would say save and prepare as much as you can, as much as feels possible for you. But if it's to the point where it's affecting your health and happiness, then you have to do what's best for you. There are other jobs out there. Yeah. Work can't be worth your life. It's like the hump sometimes is like so intimidating that we will stay in places Mm. of trauma or discomfort pain stress whatever because mm-hmm. it's just like oh what else am i gonna do or how am i supposed to get you know what i mean it's like i think to your point mm-hmm. it is just what you have to do what you have to do to be healthy and take care of yourself and be at your best right and it might be extreme it might be some shit that shakes stuff up but if it's for the best it's for the best Mm-hmm. And right now, I think that we all need to be doing what is best for us, especially Black people specifically. Because mm-hmm. anybody else going to do it for us. And honestly, we should all be, like I said, getting free therapy. Yeah, I mean, we all know about what happened in Buffalo, and I will address that briefly in the next segment. But... um I'm sure it just made everything so much more like prescient and aware for you. And I just want you to keep in mind that like there is no job, police work or otherwise, there is no job worth your life. Right. And so if you feel like it's getting that bad, like when I was, I was 29 years old having to go to the emergency room where they told me my blood pressure was like 210 over 140, something crazy, something absolutely insane because I had been living off of like Red Bull and 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 some kind of migraine medication because I was so stressed out at work. Like, it's not worth that. So 
I would say do what you can to to take care of yourself, to prepare in advance. But um, anything else, I mean, I I guess I can also say be prepared to struggle because I struggled a lot. I struggled a lot. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of times that like there were days that I had to find whatever free food or like dollar food was available to me at work or like a dollar slice of pizza there were times that I had to pawn things that I owned in order to pay my rent or to have food to eat or pay my phone bill, things yeah. like that. Like it was really fucking hard. And still, yeah. and still, even when I was struggling the worst financially, it was better than the stress that job was putting me through. So, Amen. yeah, that's what I can say to you, Marie. Good luck. I hope you don't have to go through what I went through to find something better. Best case scenario is you have another job lined up, but if not, again, not worth your life. So um, please let us know what you end up deciding to do. Our last letter comes from Greta, who says, my mom and stepdad separated after 24 years of being together. My stepdad cheated on her, so she made him move out. He was living in a hotel, but then he moved into an Airbnb for a couple of months. And then he moved into an apartment after he realized she was that ass serious about that separation. (laughs) (laughs) Why they think you be joking? Right. Like, I I meant it. But anyway, June says, I have been helping them both navigate life without each other. But of course, he requires more help than she does. I have to constantly remind (laughs) him to pay his bills. And I feed him home-cooked meals very often. Oh, that's so nice. My mom has been giving me attitude for helping him out, which started (laughs) when I booked the Airbnb for him. I thought it was part of her grieving process. So I made it a point not to mention anything else I was doing for him when I was around her. Fast (laughs) Fast forward to today, she flat out told me that she actually plans to take my stepdad back after he learns how hard life is without her. Wait, 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 wait. wait. My headphone got unplugged. What was the gag? I I just heard. Wow. Take my stepdad back. What was happening there? So she said, the mother said that she plans on taking the stepdad back after he learns how hard life is without her. Oh, girl, (laughs) boss. Right. She also said that she knows that I'm still helping him and wants me to stop because he won't learn the lesson as long as I'm there to help him out. (laughs) Now, to be honest, I admire her plan, and it sounds like something (laughs) I would also do. Work. But I can't watch this man who helped raise me since I was four struggle through life. What should I do? I want them back together if that's what they want. But again, I don't want to see my stepdad going through it. Thanks for any advice, Gina. (laughs) So. (laughs) Bless it. Oh, wait. No, I said Gina, but it's Greta. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. Gina is the girlfriend. The other. Yep, last week. Um, what do you do? So, mom's hilarious. Just so she funny. is. She's very hilarious. Um, 
perhaps also a little misguided, but she's funny. Yeah, because like, sweetie, what? I plan to take. I mean, that girl. What if he moves on? (laughs) Then what are you gonna do? Look stuck, crazy. He needs to. So okay, so mom's plan is that he will learn the value of her of having her in his life. Yes, by suffering. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's banking on the fact that if you, Greta, mm-hmm. you, Greta, yep, don't help him, that he won't find another woman to help him instead. I think it's that Greta is making his suffering easier for him. Right. What I'm saying is <laughs> if she <laughs> relinquishes. Yeah. Her um, assistance, correct, and a hold on the stability of his life. Mm-hmm. Is Mama assuming that he won't just go and find some other woman to scam out of a house and home <laughs> at Marie Callender's dinner? Yeah, Mama is assuming that the man will be like, "Oh, wow!" Without my wife or my stepdaughter, life is so hard. Let me go back to my wife. No. No. That sounds like a very no. bad idea to me. That sounds um, like an extraordinarily bad idea to no. me. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? So, I would absolutely encourage your mama to go ahead. First of all, <clears throat> did she get into exactly what uh, stepdaddy's offenses were? I think he cheated. Yeah, he cheated. All right. So, Mama, let's look to let's look towards the rising sun. <laughs> let's research. <laughs> let's, I don't know if we need to get you on Tinder or I don't know what if we need to get you a spa day, a girls trip, mm-hmm. a friend retreat. What is it that you need and and um what do you what do you need? You need an Oni stone? What are what are those? Oh no. Those not the Yoni rocks? eggs. Not the Yoni oh, yeah. eggs. Please, not yeah, an Oni that. stone. What is Whatever that? she's called. Ah! <laughs> Coochie rocks. That is not the same. <laughs> you know, pussy crystals. Whatever it is that you need. Like, what is it that we can do Mm-mm. to assist you to get you past this nigga? Because yeah. y'all need to be together. He cheated on you. And you playing a dangerous ass game out here, assuming that this nigga is going to, like, come running back to you yeah. and then be all better and never hurt you again because he realizes that he can't have Frito Pie if you're not in the house. It's just not giving. Yeah. And furthermore, I have a sensitive... um hand in this because you know this nigga used to give me fruit snacks and pick me up from school and has helped to take care of me since I was a little itty bitty baby Mm -hmm. and so I love him like I love you and personally y'all need to be together Mm -hmm. so can you please just is it all right with you if I just continue to help while this nigga getting on his feet 
and possibly help you find a nice dress to go on a new date with someone who won't break your heart. Yeah. I feel like none of that is realistic in what I just said in communicating with a mama, but I don't know. That's what I would try. In in a formed in better words, that is the <laughs> information that I would try to convey to uh my mommy. Okay. I don't necessarily think that that's bad. I just think that Greta, you are perhaps inserting yourself where you don't belong. And I get that you feel, I get the inclination behind it. Cause like you said, they were together for 24 years. He came into your life when you were four, meaning you're probably around the age of 28. And so of course, like you want to take care of this man. You want to make sure he's good. He's a father figure to you. I get that. But I also think like, Nothing in this letter indicates that your mother or your stepfather are putting you in this position. You are choosing to take on this role of your stepfather's caregiver when, I mean, I think your mother's reasoning behind it is very whack and kind of birdish, to be honest. This whole, like, oh, he'll come back to me when he realizes how hard life is without me. That's very, like, oh, girl, no, 100 Yamla or something. Like, I don't like that. But, <laughs> but also, like, this is a grown man. And the idea that you need to take care of your stepfather is, it should be ludicrous because your stepfather is much older than you are, at least a couple of decades. And he should be able to pay his own bills and cook his own dinners. And, you know, like, the regular household chores and things like that, you should not have to remind that grown man to do. That's a grown ass nigga. So although I don't agree with your mother's reasoning, I do agree with her argument, which is that you should stay out of it. These grown people have not invited you into their marital business from what you've given us here. And so I think you should stay out of it and let them decide what it is they're going to do take notes in the background silently if you must and decide what you will and won't accept in your own marriage. But I think it's best for you to step back entirely. Let your stepfather figure out how to cook his own goddamn hamburger helper. Yeah. Let him figure out how to work the Grubhub and the Uber Eats and the DoorDash. Let him figure out how, like, he'll figure out how to pay the light bill when the lights get cut off. I bet you that. I bet you that. Mm-hmm. When he come home and not, don't none of the switches work, and then he check the mailbox and that pass, pass, do notice is staring him in the face, he'll figure it out. Let that grown man be a grown man. And you be, you know, your late 20s self, just taking your care of yourself and doing the best you can. You are not that man's mama. Yeah, I think that's that's the best that I have for you, Greta, because this is a hard place to be in. But also it would be harder if one of them was like coercing you into this spot. But it seems like you just voluntarily took on this role. Let them be grown. Let them figure out their grown business. Their relationship is not your burden. Yeah. Preach. (laughs) So. um, Pursuit. (laughs) <laughs> best of luck to you Greta with figuring everything out if you have a question for us send it to at gmail.com. we're going to take another quick break and be right back 
Okay, folks, we are back, and it is time for the read. It sure is. Feel free. Great. So I am going to go ahead and start off by passing my read. Pass the read like we used to. Oh, man. And let me just say thank you so much to Sierra for sending this in. If you have a read you would like to pass, send it to pass3d at gmail.com. Um, Sierra, send it. Yes, please do. Sierra said, um, let me just say, y'all need to stop telling women to just breastfeed when they talk about the current formula shortage going on in the United States. Oh, that was mine. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> For fuck's sake, if I have to hear it one more time, I'm going to lose my shit. For some reason, you fucking bird brains seem to think that just breastfeeding will resolve the issue. For one, no, the fuck it won't. For two, that is a lazy ass response to the issue at hand. For three, y'all are still refusing to let women have any agency over their own bodies. As a breastfeeding mom to a toddler and an infant, this shit is taxing as fuck. You have to play, plan your day around when you can pump and or be available to feed your child on demand. And it quite literally drains your energy. You have to be mindful of what you eat or drink because of the baby. And there are other random activities that you cannot even partake in because you are breastfeeding, like laser hair removal. Even if you really want to have a silky smooth pussy, like girl, you literally can't because you're breastfeeding. Then we have our quite obvious reasons as to why formula is the best option for some people like a, a mother may not be able to produce enough milk or any at all, or they may not have the luxury of taking time out of their workday to pump or have an available space. And no, bitch, the bathroom or the car is not an acceptable, acceptable location due to health conditions. They may not be able to breastfeed or they may be adoptive or foster parents who obviously would not be producing no damn milk in the first place. But the main point is that although these are all valid reasons, the simple fact is that a woman should simply not have to breastfeed or pump if she doesn't want, fucking want to, period. The same motherfuckers trying to force women to have babies then want to turn around and tell them how to feed them is fuck you bitches forever. Y'all say breastfeed, then get mad when a mother pulls her breast out in public to feed her child. Bitch, is it Uchi Wally or is it fucking one mic? Y'all are so worried about telling women what to do with their bodies and it's sickening. Just mind your goddamn business and shut the fuck up. If you have nothing productive to say or if you aren't telling parents where they can find formula, people are literally out here stressing about how to feed their kids and your unsolicited ass advice about breastfeeding is unnecessary. And feeding infants regular or non-dairy milk is not an option, you fucking clowns. Signed, Sierra, a bitch who is tired of telling y'all, telling women what to do. Um, yeah. I just I had to I had to pass that along because I'm not a breastfeeding mother, obviously, but Sarah's absolutely making the absolute best points when it comes to this entire argument. How are y'all arguing with people about this when the bottom line is that without formulas, infants will starve and die? Like, how are y'all arguing that? What could possibly be your issue? <coughs> Formula was invented for a reason. If breast milk just came freely and it was available like sap on a tree, this would not be a fucking question, but it is not. So how are y'all mad at women for like 
and and specifically women, even though children are the responsibility of their entire village, like y'all are mad specifically at women. Like this wasn't, it is a need, obviously. Children need to stay alive. They need the nutrients to stay alive. Regardless of what their parents can or are willing to do, they need to stay alive. So let all this other bullshit go. Y'all talking about, uh, just breastfeed. What was wrong with the old days? Bitch, kids died in the old age. If you didn't have a wet nurse, your baby simply died. You niggas talking about, oh, just mix a little Cairo syrup with a little 2%. It'll be fine. Child, this is why y'all kids have issues to this day. Things are better now because of advancements like formula, like vaccinations. So chill the fuck out with this dumb shit. Um, so thank you, Sierra. Again, pass the read at gmail.com. If you have a read you'd like to pass. I also just want to very quickly talk about the shooting in Buffalo um, with this mass murderer. I'm literally not going to get too deep into it because as soon as I heard the news, I had to walk away. Like I literally had to close the internet and do something else because I could not handle that. I would just say there is something about seeing this list of the names of victims, most of whom I think all but one, yes, all but one were over the age of 50. Most were in their 60s, 70s, 80s. To see our Black elders gunned down like this is heartbreaking. I really don't even know how to describe it. It's just, you suffer through so much as a Black person born in this country. You go through all manners of bullshit. You outlive all kinds of racial nonsense. You survive COVID somehow. And then you are shopping for groceries on a random day, a random afternoon, and some white asshole who has no idea about what is real decides to target you and your people because of that misinformation. It's truly disgusting. It's heartbreaking. Um, my thoughts and prayers are to those who were affected, but this broke my heart. It broke my heart to see all these people who are like my auntie's age, my grandma and them age, like, these are our elders that were deliberately targeted because of some dumb white asshole and the shit he believed that he saw on some ridiculous forum on the internet. Like, I just can't, I can't handle it. And I want y'all to leave us alone more than anything else. Black people deserve to live into their old age and they deserve to enjoy their old age. This shooting was completely ridiculous. It was completely avoidable. But I don't know that this country is capable of doing any better. And I'm going to leave it at that before I, like, get emotional. So, yeah, that's it for me this week. I know you said the breastfeeding thing was your read, but do you have anything else? Or should we wrap it up? (laughs) So I'll just take this mic and go fuck myself, I guess. I mean, sorry, but... (laughs) (laughs) all righty see here i had all things to say so yeah that's gonna wrap up this week's episode of the read 
Check us out at thisistheread.com and on social media at thisistheread. You can find our merch at shoptheread.com. Oh, and our Patreon is over at patreon.com slash the read. Anything else from you before we wrap up? Nope. Okay. Well, in that case, black people take care of yourselves, love each other, and we will see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs>